I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Tuesday, June 28th, and you're listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. I am joined by National Recruiting Analyst Greg Biggins, and we are here to discuss and to preview, dare I say, Greg, the best offseason showcase or camp or event and that would be the elite 11 finals i always look forward to this event i I feel like it allows us to stack up these quarterbacks the premier ones the elite ones in in the country side by side over a stretch of a few days and it's always a prestigious event that lives up to its billing yeah no it's a great event obviously i'm a little biased i spent a lot of time in my old student sports nike camp elite 11 opening days blair as you well know so, yeah, no, I, I know the background of the guys that put on the event. Uh, Brian Stump and, and the crew is a, is a close friend. So I know the kind of work they put in. And, and we only see half of it, Blair. You know, what I think one of the cool things about this event is we're out there watching them throw. But there's so much behind the scenes in terms of the chalk talks. Again, that was from my, my background being a part of that student sports staff is, you know, so much about being a quarterback is, is shoulders up, right? And I don't mean how big your head is. I mean, what's inside of it. And so they'll get these guys, you know, on the, on the chalkboard. I mean, they'll, they'll grill them, you know, drawing up different beater coverages and what do you do this and what you do about that. And, and you can tell a lot if a kid actually cares about that kind of stuff. And again, from my background, kids who didn't really care about the chalk talks, you know, about which is so important. And when I say chalk talks, it's about like reading coverages and, and just being able to process that part of football. The kids who didn't really care never panned out. And the guys that were all about their arm and throw the ball as hard as they could never panned out. But it was those guys that really took to that also had the functional tools. Those are the ones that kind of had a lot of success. So uh, we see half of it. A lot goes on behind the scenes, but it is a really good event, and I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, what we've been seeing over the last few years is that after every workout, after every day, they start to come out with maybe their Elite 11 at the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 yeah. always a work in progress. There's kind of like a, a race to the finish line, and they are very open about who is out in front right now, right? Who is in the clubhouse, yeah. per se, to, to be in, in that Elite 11, but there are times where we get to the field and we see the list and we're like man like he actually struggled a bit yesterday but yeah. there are things right that we don't see uh during the the course of the day the the chalk talk the classroom stuff the leadership skills uh um, yep. all the the yep. the uh the drills that they do sometimes on the beach uh right there are a lot of different layers to this event that make it special and uh it's always one that I think allows us to take a close look at these quarterbacks and dissect little by little all their characteristics, their traits. And, and let's go down the list, Greg. Uh, so Blair, stay with me here. Real quick. Let, let me jump in. Yes. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that. I think it definitely I just praise them, right? But I do have one little bone to pick, and you you kind of nice little segue. So it's this is how they've done it in the past in terms of their, their scoring and their rankings. It's I think it's important to know. So they actually have the guys ranked one through twenty going into the event, right? And so they have a kind of a, a logarithm, if I'm using that word correctly, where they'll they'll judge them by their junior tape, their Nike camp, or their lead eleven performance. Excuse me, their upside 
their projectables. They have a formula that they crunch together. And so they'll have guys ready to one through 20 going into the event. And again, I don't know if that's how they're going to do it this year, but that's how they've done it in the past. And that's why we'll see guys who kind of after the first day are ranked fourth and we're, you know, we're going fourth. The, the guy took a, you know, laid an egg yesterday's workout. It's because going in, they already have them rated one through 20. And, and so my issue has always been, you know, I, I don't have an issue with the formula or the ranking, but once they actually to, to pick your 20, right? But once you actually get to the event, I'm saying throw those rankings out. Everyone starts should start on the same level playing field. So if you're rated number 18 going into the event, you got to leapfrog 17 guys to be that number one guy. Uh, and obviously that doesn't happen, but it happened with Tua Tango Vailoa. Like he was low, rated really low going in, didn't have a great regional. And he literally leapfrogged everybody and ended up winning Elite 11 MVP. But I think for people who are watching and kind of wondering why our ranking system will be different than what the student sports one is, it's because we're ranking based just off of this event only, whereas they already kind of have their one through 20 rated. Remember a couple of years ago, you know, there were some, uh, I don't want to say, you know, screwy rankings, but everyone was like, hey, how did Caleb Williams, who didn't have a great workout, right? But he got Elite 11 MVP and people were saying, hey, that's not fair. He wasn't the number one guy. He was rated one or two going into the event. So um, just want to throw that out. Uh, in terms of why our scoring system will probably be different than what you see from the student sports staff. Yeah, and for full transparency, a lot of their invites are uh, sent out that way as well, right? They they clump in your junior film and uh, your performance at these regionals to even punch a ticket to California. The event will take place at Redondo Union High School in Redondo Beach, California, the 28th through the 30th. It kicks off with a workout. The second day is is usually a pro day event where the, the quarterbacks are under a microscope and they're going through a script and they're trying to hit throws. Uh, and, it's, and it's a system that's scored points based uh, and that's how they're able to kind of differentiate the quarterbacks and then day three they'll bring in a bunch of skill position players receivers tight ends corners running backs uh, linebackers and do a bit of a seven on seven uh, tournament as well to start you know maybe differentiating these quarterbacks and seeing them in in different elements is there a big storyline Greg that you're going to be looking at or tracking in the next few days as as we cover this Elite 11 Finals? I think there's a couple big storylines. I think this is the year of the quarterback. We have four in our top 10. Uh, Arch Manning, who will not be there. Uh, Malachi Nelson, Nico Iamaliava, and Dante Moore. And then I, right outside that four, you have guys like Jaden Rashada, who we you know we like a lot, just committed to Miami. You know, we have Christopher Vizina, who clumps a commit, who who I like a lot, and Jack Snardle, who I've never seen. If there's one guy that I'm excited to see, uh, it's Jack Snardle. I keep wanting to call him Arnold Jackson from Different Strokes fame. I just aged myself. No one probably has a clue what Different Strokes is, but it was a pretty good show back in the day. I've never seen Jack Snardle, but love the tape, love the dual threat ability that he brings. So I, I really believe, and you know, I, I think I'm going to probably go on like 18 different topics right now, but Arch will not be there. And I feel that if one of these guys that's already kind of highly touted in our system, whether it be a Dante Moore, who's got production, who's got some great in-person workouts that we've seen, if it's Malachi Nelson, uh, who we know is probably the best pure thrower, again, productive, really solid junior season. And, and then you got Iam Alayava, who for me, I think has the highest ceiling in that group. If one of those guys were to jump up and have just a, a Justin Fields type camp, do we have the conversation? Can one of those guys bump Arch? End of the summer rankings come out. Or do we keep Arch and say, hey, you got to knock the champ out. No one knocked the champ out. So therefore, Arch is going to stay. Or the counter to that would be, how can you knock the champ out if the champ doesn't come to anything where the, you know, to compete? And I'm not saying Arch doesn't want to compete. I actually think Arch probably would want to come out and compete. But, you know, the reality is, do you, do you keep Arch at that number one slot 
if, right, big if, if one of these guys who we already have in our top 10, if they come out and just absolutely just kill those three days. Justin Fields probably had the best workout that I've seen at a camp going back to Matt Stafford was always the, the guy for me. I'm not just saying that as a Rams fan. Matt Stafford probably had the best individual workout of all time until Justin Fields came along. If Dante Moore comes, out, comes along and he just rips the workout for three days, do we have Dante Moore? the number one guy, the number one quarterback player? Do we, can we have that conversation? I think we probably should. I don't know. I think I might be standing alone. You know, we had our conversation last week on our recruiting meeting. I don't know if anyone else is really, you know, on my side. Maybe you were a little bit, but I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the discussion. I was on mute, I think. Well, that, that's that's an excuse for not having my back. You know, oh, the mute button was was caught me. You were going to support me, but the mute button yeah, was holding you back. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now, Blair? Yeah, that's, I'm blaming the mute button. We continue our conversation looking ahead to the Elite 11 Finals. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Gulo joined by Greg Biggins, National Recruiting Analyst for 24-7 Sports. We are talking about our favorite event because we get to sleep in our own beds this <laughs> week out in Los Angeles at Redondo Union High School. People around the country, Greg, might be thinking, oh, it's going to be an amazing three days for these quarterbacks in perfect conditions. It's going to be sunny and there's going to be no breeze. But you've been to Redondo Beach before. You've been to that high school. They are holding these workouts in the early evening into the night. And we've seen how gusty it gets, how windy it gets. Uh, it gets a bit uh, foggy as well. We get some of that marine layer. Uh, if these quarterbacks thinks they're, think they're going to California and it's going to be the perfect setting for them, uh, you know, they might be surprised. It, it it does become a bit difficult to throw the football in, in some of these conditions. Yeah, no, and I, and I feel kind of silly. You know, we're going to try to set the stage of like, yeah, it's not going to be 85. It's going to be 70 degrees. And there's going to be a little bit of breeze while those people across the country going, are you kidding me? I'm shoveling snow. Obviously not right now. But uh, no, to, to further your point, it does get a little cold. I do feel a little soft for complaining about the cold being out here in Southern California. But, you know, I kind of, I honestly, Blair, I don't mind a little bit of a win. I, I think it gives the kids, you know, a, a little challenge. You want to see those guys that can, that can rip it. You know, the guys that can throw a tight ball have an advantage if you're throwing through elements. And I always said, you know, hey, that's the, that's, if you can throw a, a tight ball, I had T Martin tell me he was, you know, former U.S. Tennessee coach and who was on the Elite 11 staff when I was there, he said, that's a God-given gift. You either can spin the football or you can't. You can't teach it. You can get better at it, but it's just the way your wrist and your arm, the follow-through, it's just a, a God-given thing, being able to spin a football and, and just the way the ball comes out of your hand, it's clean. And so yeah. you know, I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool to have a little bit of elements in place and see which kids can, can rip it through that, which kids start throwing some knuckleballs out there. I get really excited 
excited to see the battles between the battles, right? You, you sometimes you have the the future college rivals matching up against each other, uh, whether that's in a seven on seven tournament or they're going back to back in the pro day or they're throwing side by side during the workout. Uh, it, we're going to be able to see and maybe get a preview of some of these future battles this week, right? Malachi Nelson committed to USC. He's a local prospect. Uh, and then you have Dante Mora, who, you know, the crystal ball right now is trending towards Oregon. Those are two schools, two heavyweight Pac-12 programs that are swinging for the fences with new coaching staff. So it's going to be interesting to see if they have any sort of interactions. Obviously, Nico Iamaleava headed to Tennessee. You've got a couple of other SEC commitments as well. I'm always fascinated to really kind of see which ones take it to that next level, right? Where they begin their rivalry, which ones are keeping it friendly. Uh, or sometimes you can kind of really see a quarterback paying attention to what another quarterback is doing, figuring out, okay, what kind of things can we expose here? What kind of things can I look at to maybe help me win a football game in two years? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for sure, at least talking some of the California quarterbacks, I know Nico Iamaleava is always coming to compete with guys that are rated ahead of them. You just always kind of get that sense. And even at, you know, Las Vegas, the overtime event, you know, when they played head to head against South Florida Express and Malachi Nelson, I mean, that team Toa team with Nico, man, that was their Super Bowl, man. They were going all out. You could tell they were a little bit, a little bit more fired up. And I always feel like Nico kind of has that chip. And Jane Rashad is one of the most competitive kids I know. NorCal guy always kind of feels like there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of an advantage for the Southern California quarterback. So he's going to go in there, I guarantee you, with a little bit of a chip. How about Emory Williams, right? Everyone's talking about, you know, Jane Rashad of Miami. You know, he just committed to Miami as, as well earlier this month. And right now, no one's talking about him. So guarantee you, he's going to be watching Jaden very, very closely. And, you know, what if Jaden comes out and has a, again, a Justin Fields type workout, which I think Jaden is fully capable of doing. Does Emory kind of say, you know, does he kind of pick up his game a little bit of a notch? Or does he say, shoot, man, this guy over here, he, he's he's pretty good. You know, do, do we want to go to the same school? You know, just I'm curious about all those kind of conversations. We have a couple, you know, uncommitted quarterbacks uh, that are both have Ohio State offers. So, you know, maybe they kind of size each other up. Uh, Brock Glenn being one of those guys. And honestly, he's an 89 rated guy, high three star who I love his tape and I love his practice highlights. And I think he's a guy who, if he has a good workout, deserves that four star bump. So yeah, a lot of little storylines, like you mentioned that I'm, I'll be watching pretty closely. One thing that I'm really interested to see is whether or not Eli Holstein can can really take his game up a different level. We already saw him do that with the testing, right? We were able to see him put together the best spark score that a quarterback has ever put together in the history of, of the testing and, and, and of these regionals. Uh, we know that he's a remarkable athlete and maybe a bit deceiving in that sense he doesn't look like he would be as athletic as he is or that he would test as well as he does uh his film is terrific he had uh, uh, you know a really productive junior season committed to alabama this spring in a way you know obviously backing off of that texas a&m commitment and jumping on the the offer from the crimson tide but he had you know a few other schools really chasing him florida i know wanted him really bad as well and i want to see where he is among this mm -hmm. elite group we We've always talked about the Nico Yamaleavas, the Malachi Nelsons, the Dante Moores. But, you know, something tells me to never really sleep on that future Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback. And I'm interested to see how his arm talent stacks up 
how his release stacks up, how quick he's able to process things. That's going to be my personal agenda, I guess, is that's going to be something I'm going to be looking for because I think Eli Holstein, in a way, kind of gets forgotten about. And uh, I think we've learned year after year, Greg, never to forget or, or to overlook that Alabama quarterback. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, people are probably watching saying, oh, here comes the Bama bump. Blair, you're, you're kind of just, you're already trying to set the stage. Set I'm the setting table. it up. No, I'm giving, I mean, I'm giving our listeners some receipts. I I, uh, I think when it comes to quarterbacks, the one thing, and obviously when we do our rankings, we're projecting to the NFL draft, and we see guys drafted highly, the one thing that always, almost 9 out of 10 times, probably like 19 out of 20 times, it's that high school production matters, right? More than any other position, it's high school production matters. Talk about Eli Holstein. This guy is a state champion quarterback who's been very productive. And there's something to be said about being able to win some football games, right? And you could say, oh, didn't, you know, this guy doesn't win because he didn't have his talent around him or he's playing in this league or, you know, the receiver dropped the ball, uh, the O-line's terrible, blah, blah, blah. End of the day, did, did you win the football game? That's what a quarterback is always judged by, right? That's why Tom Brady's the GOAT over a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who probably has more physical talent. So Eli, again, you know, we saw him in Vegas. Uh, he broke that spark record. Like you said, you know, he doesn't look like a guy that would, that would jump, you know, break the record. That's not an insult to him. He just, he doesn't look like that. But man, he he's productive. And uh, I do think he's going to come out. No one's really talking about him as much. And I do think he's going to come out a little bit of a chip. And I think he's going to probably have a really good weekend. Before we go, Greg, any final thoughts or any final little tidbits uh, about this coming week at the Elite 11 Finals at Redondo Union High School and maybe something that you'll be looking for? I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm going in with an open mind. I, I don't want to come in and just be focused in on, on you know, like I said, the, the big three or four, whatever you want to call it, those top four guys. I want to really watch everybody because um, I think sometimes, you know, people, when they're evaluating any position, you kind of get caught up in, okay, I need to watch the guys that I have rated highly. And then you automatically want to, you know, say, oh, they did great. So then you're ranking looks better right i think it's self-serving i don't want to do that i want to go in there with an open mind and if the number you know guy who we have rated the the 18th best if he calls goes in there and lights it up then shoot let's prop him up now i say that to say this i am curious if one of those guys who is in the discussion in our top 10 who's in that discussion for maybe being you know the new number one and i'm getting this isn't taking anything away from arch but i just feel like if one of those guys does really have a great three-day week you know, I, I'm going to be watching them to see, okay, do they deserve to be in that conversation? Let's have that conversation. So I'm going to be kind of open mind looking for that 18th, 19th guy. We'll also keep an eye on those top two or three guys that have the body of work and, and see if they can maybe jump up and, and be in that conversation with Arch Manning for number one spot overall. Yeah, the Elite 11 finals kick off later on Tuesday. You can track all the coverage on 24-7 sports throughout the week. It runs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks that are committed and and some really intriguing prospects that are that are right now not committed as well. So it's going to be a, a fun week in the sun. It's going to be a fun week in the mist, in in the in the shadows, whatever we want to call it, out in Redondo Beach. And we're going to do it all at 247sports.com. Greg, thank you so much for joining us, and can't wait to team up with you again this week. Always looking forward to it, Blair. All right, that is National Recruiting Analyst Greg Biggins, and for our producer Lance Glynn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24/7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.